What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to answering questions from Reddit. I am Mental Health Casual or Lucky, whatever you guys prefer to call me. And today I've got three more subreddits. Um, one, two that are, are re, uh, returning, um, a newer one, but they all pretty much have to do with the same things. Um, you know, I think I'll make this one the second one. But why don't we go straight into it? We're going to start off with the um, mental mental illness subreddit. Um, so let's check this, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I saw a couple of things, saw a couple of things I felt like I should probably address. Um, let me check a look at this one because the, the title threw me off a little bit. I was very confused about the title. So let me check this one out. I hate quote unquote cute mental illness. Uh, cute as in, you know, pretty, I, Sometimes when I say cute, I, it sounds like I say acute, so I always have to make sure, um, you know, I let people know that that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, excuse me. Before I get attacked, I'm aware that it's different for everyone. Everybody has their own experiences with mental illness, and that's not for me to judge. Some people just have slight, uh, slight anxiety, whereas others have schizophrenia, obviously two very drastically different illnesses, though both deserve to be addressed and there should be support available for both. Now they got that part of the way. Let me explain. On TikTok and mostly and most social medias, I think I know where she's going with this. People romanticize cute mental illness, like, ooh, I'm so shy, hee <laughs> hee, I have anxiety, or saying things like, I'm so depressed every time a minor inconvenience happens. And when people try spreading awareness, all they seem to talk about is the cute side of anxiety and depression, such as being shy in public and making your partner order you food, um, shit like that. What about the people who see the darker side of mental illness? The people that are so paranoid, they avoid most human contact. The people who have uh, BPD, uh, why can't I remember this? Uh, borderline personality disorder. The people who have schizophrenia. The people with bipolar disorder. Severely suicidal people. They all get brushed to the side. because uh, People treat us like monsters, even with self-harm. People are super kind to those with little white scars, but seem disgusted by my red, purple ones all over. Not saying people with light scars are invalid, just trying to address a serious issue. Uh, I wish that people would be more open-minded and supportive to the folks who suffer daily with horrible mental Ill, uh, health issues and not just brush this aside. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I think this is a pretty common thing. And I actually talked to, um, if you guys have watched my um, my podcast with Luke Roberts, the firefighter from Australia, he kind of had mentioned this and he felt like it was kind of a contentious issue, issue but I totally got what he was saying about how sometimes people use mental illness as like um they they kind of use oh was it was it him maybe it was mental health as well though with clark uh, it, anyway i was interviewing somebody on my podcast and they kind of mentioned this weird culture of uh, of like feeling bad uh, on social media where it's just like oh you know i'm you know i'm so sad and they get use it to get likes and man it's hard to say man because it, it's hard to say whether or not those people are like using their mental illness to to um to change to to get maybe they're using it to get um get a better you know using it for the betterment of themselves right but it's hard to say man when you when you're looking at it like that you know that's the kind of the problem i've had with this mental health channel right is that i have to like tap into this thing that you know, sometimes it's just like, man, why do I even like, why am I using this as why am I even talking about this? I just, you know, and I have to kind of remember why I'm doing this, which is to spread awareness. But at the same time, I mean, there's a lot of awareness and yeah, sorry, I can go, go down in a hole with this one. 
Um, but yeah, there is this kind of, I feel like we've kind of uh, um, mutilated the word depression and anxiety, right? We've, um, at the same time, I mean, it's a very common word, right? I mean, you know, oh, I get anxious around people, right? And you know, I, I even, you know, in, in one of my other podcasts uh, for for casual bros, I ended up, you know, talk, mentioning like, oh, maybe she's got some social anxiety, even though all all she all, there was a girl who didn't want to go to her, her boyfriend's um, getaway thing, like for his birthday, because, you know, there was going to be a bunch of friends she'd never met before. Also, she'd be the only girl. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's varying forms of that. And I, I get what I get what this person's saying. I, I, I totally get it. Right. Because, you know, it becomes an endearing quality, whereas there are people that are really trying to not be depressed, you know, and whereas some people are, you know, they they start all their hashtags with it. They do this. They do that. Right. And it's you know, I think that's why I have such a hard time on Instagram, like posting, because I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, how do I what do I post? You know, do I post positive things? Do I post, you know, I I don't know, because I'm not really into that. I'm not really into the, the motivational movement of posting stuff you know if i'm being real i, I really just don't like it um you know so it, it, it's it's tough for me man um yeah so you know let me let me head on to the next one um it's just uh it's just titled the end and it has a trigger warning here this post will mention suicide so uh trigger warning please don't read if you don't if you know it's a sensitive subject i'm a 20 year old female who has struggled with her mental health disorders since uh since well since i was a kid uh since she was a kid i'm not going to go into specifics or this post will be long as fuck i tell myself i'm not suicidal but in reality i'm in major denial do i want to die no i don't really want to enjoy life and be happy truly i do or no i don't don't I? Oh, no, I don't. I really want to enjoy. Sorry, I read it wrong. I want really want to enjoy life and be happy. Truly, I do. But on the other hand, the pain is excruciating. I don't want to feel like this. And death seems like the only way to get some permanent peace. I sleep a lot, like a lot to escape life, but it's only temporary. But anyway, uh, before anyone asks, I'm in therapy and on meds. I'm currently trying to get in the process of changing my meds because obviously they aren't working. For a while, the, the thought that my mom would be uh, heartbroken that I would commit stopped me from doing anything to myself. But even that uh, thought is hard to hold on to anymore. I just feel like I've done everything I can to I can do to help myself and I might be at the end of the road. This whole post might uh, may just be my bipolar messing with me and I'll wake up tomorrow feeling better. But the feelings are very real in this moment as I'm writing this. I'm not looking for help or attention. I mainly did this just to put my thoughts out there just to get it out of my head. All I want is peace is to be a piece of myself. I'm convinced I will never go get that. And that's really hard to come to terms with. I know people won't see this, but I don't really care about that. As I said, I just wanted to put my thoughts out in the world. Yeah. So first off, good for you for putting your thoughts out in the world. Now, did um, I don't want to make it seem like I'm slamming them for putting it out on the Internet. Um, obviously, this is pretty confidential, right? It's not... Um, you know, nobody's going to know who, who this person is based off the profile. But, um, you know, just for me in particular, it, it's tough to really I mean, first off, it must take a lot of bravery to kind of put this stuff out there. Um, but I, I, I see what they're saying, like good for them for, you know, good for them for getting that out of their head. That's kind of why I do these podcasts, right, is to get this stuff out of my head to um, express myself in ways that are um, somewhat healthy. But in, I, I like writing and all. It's cool. But I really like to talk more. It's it's much more my thing. Um, writing takes a lot, man. You know, there's a lot of rewriting this, this and that. I'm like, oh, I hate this. 
I don't even like reading, man. Like, why do I like, why am I going to write? You know, I'm not, I'm not going to read it afterwards. You know, I hate reading so much. I wouldn't even read my own stuff. Um, but, um, you know, there, there's, this is, I guess there is a, there's a little bit of, um, I don't want to say hypocritical, but there's, um, there's something that she says is very interesting that actually, um, kind of combats itself, right? It doesn't actually, those two things can't be the same. So I'll give you an example. Um, where in the world is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I don't want to feel like this. And death seems like the only way to get some permanent peace. Um, and so that that's the problem with it, right? Um, to get some permanent peace, like what what is peace? You know, is peace death? I, I don't think so exactly, right? I think peace is in death is only when you make it to the end of your life um on a willing you know in a willing way right you know you i mean not saying we all get to choose the way we die right but if you do things the things that you want to do you know like i said because this life is very short so you have to be kind of careful with um you know wasting it away right you know i'm not saying that you shouldn't do retail or anything like that i'm just trying to say you know do the things that you want to do also on the side you know and finding you know there are many people i'm sure that die regretting so many things you know and is that peace well i mean i guess so because they they're not around to feel those feelings anymore but then you also that's the thing is you're not there to feel the feelings of elation from you getting past the things that you've gone through that's the thing like people will like you know people think that I think they over glorify what death is, right? Because, you know, you see it in movies where it's like, oh, some guy dies and they die a noble death and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that there aren't noble deaths and stuff, right? Um, you know, I know there's people who get purple hearts in the military and, you know, some people that have passed away that have gotten the highest congressional honor and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, when you see it in movies, you know, it just seems like it's such a, a simple thing, right? But this isn't a movie, right? This is your life. And so you really have to... Um, you, you really should be doing everything in your power to be to be living, you know, and to appreciate the the life that you've been given. Right. Sure. It comes with all this you know muck and stuff. But, you know, I think that that's where you come in to clean it up. So yeah, that's those are my thoughts. So that is the mental illness Reddit. Um, now we got anti psychiatry. So this is a, a very, uh, I guess, contentious page. Right. Um, so th there's a meme on here. And, um, you know, I figured I would. Uh, so since it is a meme, it, the meme is not very good because it doesn't have like any doesn't have any like really cool picture on it. So I'll just read the caption and you guys can uh, then we'll get into discussion discussion about it in the the title of the post is your son has ADHD, bro, uh, ellipses or dot dot dot. Uh, school is explaining why you should say no to drugs after giving an eight, giving an eight year old Adderall for not wanting to sit for eight hours a day. So, yeah, you know, I have a really big I don't know. I always wonder about ADHD. I, I, this just these are just my thoughts, right? I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying that people don't really suffer from it. But when you put people in, a, especially boys, because young boys are 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 like disproportionately um, diagnosed with this in women more than women. Um, but when you get young boys sitting in you know areas for eight hours a day, right? That's rough, man. That is rough like i i remember just my leg was shaking all the time trying to wait to get out of class and all this stuff and you know eventually i got kind of used to it but it wasn't you know i i only retain like so much information a day right and that's why and then all of a sudden you get homework and you have to go do that and 
you know, it, it was uh, it was kind of it was pretty tough to be real with you, you know, now thinking back to it. But, you know, some people had it way worse. I remember I met a kid that was just all over the place, man. It was wild. Like, dude, I remember one day I, I knew that he was taking something, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And one day, you know, you could tell he was off it because all of a sudden I remember he um, his leg would not stop shaking. And I, I'm not talking about like like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, just kind of up and down motion, that kind of thing. Like, dude, he shook this girl's desk, desk so much that she like turned around to say like, hey, can you stop it? But she like <laughs> she was she was shaking her so hard that she's like, hey, can you stop it? <laughs> you know, and it was pretty wild. So obviously, you know, do what you got to do. But at the same time, should we maybe look for the root of this problem? Maybe we should figure out different learning strategies, you know, different uh, ways to learn, right? Rather than just everybody just sitting in a classroom. Now, I don't have, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm kind of bitching here without any actual solutions, you know, it, it just being real. I, and I don't know exactly what that would be, you know, or maybe make it more engaging. But, you know, uh, there's some subjects that are just not as engaging as others. You know, for me, math was just not engaging. It was <laughs> very hard for me to take math uh, seriously. And I was good at math in the early days, but once I got the algebra, man, I was like, I don't, I don't like this. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get this. I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. Um, you know, and I, I, dude, I took algebra one, three separate times. I, I don't know if I've told the story, but I, I took it in seventh grade, um, failed the final exam for that. But it was, since it was, it was, it wasn't like a regular course. So basically what would happen is you, if you did pass it, then, you know, you would, oh, you just go to the next thing, which would be, I think, geometry. Um, or if you didn't fit, pass it, then you just take it the next year, right? So I took it seventh grade, eighth grade, and algebra, by the way, algebra one was high school level algebra one, right? So I took it seventh grade, I took it eighth grade, and you know, still couldn't pass it. And then I took it freshman year, and freshman year, dude, it was so much easier. So it was actually good that I got algebra one, three, you know, two years in a row before I was supposed to actually get it, right? I was put in advanced classes because they, I don't know, they thought I was special or something like that, but I try to prove them wrong. <laughs> took three years of that BS. So um, yeah, but everybody learns just so differently. So I think we should also be uh, acutely aware of that as well. So let's go into the next one. Um, sleep deprivation diagnosis psychosis. I didn't sleep for a few days. I won't go into the details, but I had feelings for my ex and also had a collapsed lung that I got also after not sleeping well for a week. The last night I used oxycodone as a painkiller on prescription. Okay, so they, they, they made that very clear. It didn't work to get rid of the pain, however, and I didn't sleep again. I also didn't eat for 24 hours. I simply forgot. That night I got a panic attack where I could feel myself slipping away. I called the paramedics and they admitted me. I was released, but I had a reference to a psychiatrist. I was given a pill. Only later I would find out it was against uh, against delusions. And I took it, thinking it was against anxiety, but I regretted it later. It's, the, it's like the pill instantly shut me up and shut up my feelings too. I was also given medication to take, but I didn't want to. That night, it was troublesome to sleep. I had racing thoughts, I think, because of withdrawals from the pill. The next day is a bit, excuse me, the next day is a bit blurry. It was a bit delusional. I thought that someone, someone of my uh, my family would kill me. I had another panic attack where I called the police at night. The next day, the psychiatrist visited my house. Then I was admitted to the mental health hospital against my will. The psychiatrist called the police to take me, and I was lied to that I was I could dispute the decision at the psycho ambulance, including the police officer, since he told me he also didn't know when he took me out of my own home. The ambulance just closed the door and drove away and escorted the police. Um, so I'm going to skip past a couple of things. Um, let's see. I was on a pretty high dose of antipsychotics instantly, five milligrams. And I thought and I think that the medication caused some delusions while I was an inpatient. 
before I have, I have never had delusions or paranoid thoughts, never had hallucinations. I've been on this stuff for two months now. I'm approaching three months and I noticed cognitive decline. First it was memory, but now it's also attention and working memory. I'm afraid I've endured brain damage and that it ruined my career. I've been reading on brain shrinkage and on withdrawal effects from Risperidol. Okay, Risperidol is something that I was on. Excuse me. I need to wait uh, another week until I can discuss it with a psychiatrist. And now I have now to get off it and I hope I can heal and hope I do not have yet uh, brain damage to, I guess. I can enjoy sweet foods now, so my brain must have found some other way to create dopamine. Maybe I think getting off this medication will cause some issues. Uh, I think my being was caused by my severe sleep deprivation, not psychosis. I hope I can heal and move on from this. So um, the thing I have against this post is not the, you know, everything that's going on. Obviously, they have their own concerns. Um, you know, I, the, the problem is that um, the, the problem is that, yes, that typically when you're hallucinating, it's going to be when you're sleep deprived. Now, why are you sleep deprived? That's where the psychosis comes in, right? Like, why are you sleep deprived? Well, you know, I'm just not doing this, not doing that. And if you are so sleep deprived that you're actually hallucinating, that's exactly where my hallucinations came from. So I was actually on Risperidol. Uh, one of the problems that my general physician had with it was that I gave it uh, high, hired my cholesterol, I believe, and I was already pretty big at that time. Um, I'd already gained a lot of weight anyway, so that wasn't helping it as much. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, it, it was what it was, but um, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think calling it psychosis was the wrong move. I'm just trying to say that um, you're confusing, um, you're, you're getting those two things confused, right? Um, let me, let me actually look this up real, real quick. Uh, uh, let's see. Psychosis, a severe mental disorder in which thoughts and emotions are so impaired that contact is lost with extreme reality. So yes, that's exactly what psychosis is. Even if it's temporary psychosis, then yes, you're still going to have that. Um, and like I said, it's more of what led you led up to you. Um, uh, sorry, what led up to your sleep deprivation that is more concerning, right? Um, than anything. And, you know, the problem with psychosis is sometimes it can last a while and all that kind of stuff. So, and not everybody has that, that, uh, that same reaction to not sleeping that you did or that I did. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, obviously, you know, that, I think that's why people should be, um, you, you really got, you guys really do need to consider, um, not just talking about you guys, but you know, me as well, you know, we, we really have to, um, you know, take into consideration that we're in charge of our own, um, you know, health, you know, in, in terms of, uh, our plans and stuff like, you know, if something doesn't feel right, then you can let somebody know. Right. Um, and that's the thing, you know, they, they, they can't, they can't put a gun to your head and say like, Hey, you have to take this. You have to, um, you know, if you're experiencing bad things and that's, that's some of the side effects, right? A lot of antidepressants say it, right? Like you could end up being more depressed. That's exactly what happened to me in my first month. And then I started, tapering down a little bit and I was fine. Um, you know, that's, it's, it's a hard thing to figure out with people because people all have different chemistries, right? You know, the way you take a medication could be completely different th uh, than the way that I take medication, right? Um, Risperidol didn't exactly give me the mental, uh, mental decline. It was actually when I started taking Zoloft that some of it was a little foggy, but you know, that was just me. So, you know, I, I like this anti-psychiatry page just because I think it brings up some interesting counterpoints. Um, like I said, I don't think that this person was 
wrong in their assessment. I think they were just um, they confused a couple of uh, confused a couple of terms. But ultimately, um, yeah, it, it definitely sucks when you know you have to be admitted and against your own will. That that's always tough. So you know, good luck with that. Uh, now we're heading over to the sad subreddit. So um, you know, vent and share all that stuff. Uh, let's check out this one. So this is titled "How to Be Happy." Uh, how nothing I do really gives me joy anymore. I just spend my time pointlessly. I do sports, have great great grades, and yet feel empty. I'm 21, but I have been single my entire life. Okay, well, that could be one thing. Whereas my friends spend time with their girlfriends mostly, thus I remain alone. Movies, books, PC games aren't really fun anymore. So, yeah, this is um, this, this is kind of a tough thing because uh, typically, you know, as you get older, then relationships start to form. And, you know, when your friends start having relationships and it's like, oh, man, like, I, mean, I kind of want that, right? And you have to kind of look at it, you know, each person kind of goes through life at their own pace. Um, granted, you know, that's a pretty good time to start to start dating right in college. And, um, you know, I, usually middle school and high school, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, it can be it can be either or, you know, I started dating at the end of high school, like literally the end of it. Like I was the like, like my last semester of high school, probably even the last two months. Um, but, you know, I'm not I'm not totally against it or anything like that. It's just, you know, getting to that point where you're matured enough to actually you know, go do to go do stuff with your own money all that kind of stuff is it, it, it can kind of help with that um but yeah i think it you're mostly suffering from a case of loneliness it sounds like you know at least for me and you know at least it sounds like from you like you also figured that out um you know a lot of people can say oh yeah i don't want this i don't want that. like i don't need a relationship i don't need this but it, you know what what else are you going to do in life you know um, what, what else are you going to do in life that is that um, that fulfills you that much besides having a baby? Right. That, there's not really too many things on the list. Right. Just, unless you have a very lucrative career. And um, it's interesting. Right. Because I there, this person has said, you know, I just spent, spent my time pointlessly. I do have. Uh, oh, nothing I do really gives me joy anymore. And I was just watching this uh, interview with uh, George St. Pierre on the Lex Friedman podcast. Uh, I think it's literally what's called the Lex Friedman podcast. Um and George St. Pierre, former welterweight and middleweight champion of the UFC. And he was saying how, you know, uh, there, there was a quote that he brought up of George St. Pierre. And he says, I don't think there's any th- such thing as pleasure. There's only the cessation of, p- of pain. And it was an interesting quote because it, it, it makes me think, right? Like, maybe that's kind of true to a certain extent. You know, I, I, I don't completely agree with them. I think there are such things as joy. But I feel like maybe joy might be the um, joy might be the the clinging on to the cessation of pain, right? Maybe that's what that is. You know, this is a very philosophical like argument here, so feel free to uh, roast me wherever you guys are listening to this. But um, yeah, I, I just thought it was an interesting point, right? You know, maybe you shouldn't be looking for joy. You should just be looking for the cessation of pain through hard work. You know, maybe you get to choose your suffering, right? Um, you know, maybe you choose to suffer through, you know, it sounds like you're great at sports and stuff. So, um, you know, maybe you should suffer through, um, another, another hobby that like will fulfill you eventually. So, you know, there's different ways to do this, right? Um, does everyone feel like they're stupid? I like everyone else around them is smarter. I am 16 with autism. I feel like everyone else is just smarter than me. And like, I'm a below human being. So yeah, not really. Um, I feel like a lot of people are smarter than me. I feel like all my guests on my podcast are probably smarter than me to a certain degree. But, you know, I think that's out of 
um, also out of choice. You know, I, I, I kind of draw this line between ignorance and, and um, <clears throat> ignorance and um, learning and knowledge because man, sometimes it takes me a while to process things. And I don't think of that as stupid. I think it just takes me a long time, a longer time to process things. Whereas sometimes people can like read a page in like, you know, read a page from a book in like 20 seconds. And it's just like, oh, it's there. And sometimes they read so fast that they don't exactly keep things in. Right. And so, yeah, it can be a tough, it can be kind of tough. But, um, you know, I, I, I kind of like the way that I learn Sometimes I, I do wish it was a little bit faster, but I think that's really my own fault for not practicing. If I'm being real here, um, you know, I'm sure I could read. It's just, you know, every time I think about sitting down for a book, I'm like, ugh, I'm watch anime instead, you know, something like that. Um, oh, this is a tough one. Um, recently had a friend kill themselves, loss of a loved one. I didn't know, uh, I didn't know her super well, but she recently died and I have, I've had trouble getting over it as well as knowing how to comfort other friends of mine who are much closer to her. I also feel angry as someone told me that she's going to hell. And even, uh, even though I'm not religious, that just makes me so effing mad. I don't know why I'm here. I just felt like I had to say it out loud with people who won't, wouldn't judge. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a real tough thing. You know, I, I really don't like that idea that, um, the people who commit suicide are going to hell. I, I really, first off, I don't think it's a great thing to just say, even if you do believe it, right? I don't think it's a great thing to say um, after that, right? After that fact, you know, typically, I think typically this is a, a, a Catholic belief, but I, I, I know, I'm sure it's pretty common in, in some relig religions. Um, but yeah, besides that, I mean, it, it can be really tough, right? Like I had mentioned on this podcast about the, um, oh no, I didn't mention it on this podcast. It was actually on my casual pros podcast. I had a, um, friend in high school that passed away and it was really weird. It wasn't suicide, but it was a really unfortunate accident that happened. And, um, everybody's really shooken up because when you're that young, you know, what, what do they say? They're, uh, oh, I don't think they said their age. Um, when you're really young and you first experience mortality, it can ruin, it can like wreck you for a little bit. Like you get this thing that like, um, Jean, that uh, Sartre would uh, call uh, Jean-Paul Sartre would call um, nausea, right? You get this nausea of because all of a sudden you you think you're you think you're invincible at like 18, 19, 16, whatever. And, but then all of a sudden, the minute you see, you know, you, you, you see something that just doesn't fit with your reality, with your own perceived reality, you start to get this nausea about like, oh, my God, like just 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 oh my god like i you start to like just feel nauseous you get this i you get this feeling of like wow the world doesn't work the way that i thought it did i thought i would be fine until i was like you know i thought i'd grow old to be 50 but that's not guaranteed in life you know nothing's guaranteed in life if it'd be being brutally honest um and that's why we kind of have to go for things ourselves and so um you know, and that's very tough for for these people to deal with, right? That's why I always say suicide doesn't just affect you; it affects a lot of people, a lot of people. Even you know, something that the key part of this that the person had mentioned, right, was that they didn't, they weren't super involved in that person's life, but it still affected them. Exactly, right? If there's even somebody that knows you and they hear about this, they're going to be affected somehow, right? And maybe not through like directly, but you know, it will affect them. So yeah, it's, it's a real tough one. And I just wanted to read one last one very quickly. I posted something vulnerable on a sub support subreddit. Instead, I got a comment negatively pick, uh, picking on a warding in what I was, 
uh, and what I felt was a small added detail, and now I'm overthinking things. It's also the first time I've written about this issue, and now I'm feeling this gust of embarrassment, like I never want to post about it ever again. I don't often open up about feelings, but when I do, I'm a crybaby and emotional roller coaster. Um, yeah, it's it, it's tough. You you got to be really careful about um, posting these things on, you know, on the excuse me, on these forums, because you don't know who's going to read it. You don't know if there's somebody out there just waiting to troll you, you know, and be real here. And I'm one of these people, if I'm being real, um, you know, my casual bros podcast, I was, you know, I went, now it was for relationship advice, right? I didn't think, because I, I want, I specifically wanted to stay away from all mental illness ones and make sure I didn't, I didn't roast people on there and stuff. Cause you know, I was on there for roast, you know, my casual bros podcast is much more upbeat and stuff. So, um, but you know you have to be very careful with where you put your information but i also see you know it's good for you for taking that risk you know um it can be very tough to really take that risk and at least put it out there um but you know i think ultimately you'd find more fulfillment in building a community around yourself um of people that aren't just random people on the internet you know people that you know and trust that can um that you well okay so i just said it so that you know and trust but also that will um that want to see you succeed in life because a lot of people on the internet man they love a good crash and burn dumpster fire story man that's what reality tv is that's what most of the the internet is nowadays just people hating on other people for any little difference that people have so um it can be very tough in the world so be careful about where you put your information out and you know also realize that hey if you are going to put that information out be ready for the negative parts of it just just be ready so um as always guys you guys are more than welcome to email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com also you guys are more than welcome to check out our uh, link tree in the description box down below if you want to check out all things casual um but and uh, oh yeah and then also all these subreddits will be in the description box down below but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual <laughs>